Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in. The show is brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. In Madison on Highland Colony, Juniker Jewelry Store. That's the go-to if you're in the market for an engagement wedding ring. And uh, they'll walk you through the process, make you look like a five-star. All at Juniker Jewelry Store. Show is also brought to you by, breakfast today is brought to you by Broad Street Bakery. Ah, delicious, fresh breakfast. Served daily at Broad Street Bakery in Jackson, I-55 North Frontage Road. And, uh, wow, did they do a good job. They're also open for lunch and dinner. You know, we talk a lot about Bravo and Sal and Mookie's, and they're closed on Mondays. But Broad Street is open and uh, for both amazing uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Broad Street Bakery in, uh, in Jackson, I-55 North Frontage Road. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Tom Luganville likes the front seven at Mississippi State. Um, can they pull off an upset? Or, well, can they do what they need to do against Memphis and Arizona and then give themselves a chance in Baton Rouge early, maybe before LSU gets up and running? Uh, does LSU have per- better personnel? Yes. But how will they look with a new staff? Um, and Mississippi State looks to be older in some spots that are good, although LSU, as Luganville told us, will be loaded on defense. Will will their offense be up and running? Or can Leach uh, get in the mid-20s? Maybe even now, if you get in the high-20s, I bet you probably feel pretty good about it. Uh, May can do it at 24, but if you get to 27, 28 points, 
you'd have to feel pretty damn good about where you would be in that LSU game. Um, not that that's going to be an easy task against that LSU defense. However, um, you've got some pretty good pieces coming back. Uh, six receivers, older, a lot of them with a ton of PT. Your quarterback's a true junior. Technically, COVID-wise, he's a sophomore, nope. but you know where we're going. And uh, the two running backs that also had to play day one, because Colin Hill lost his mind to a certain extent. Um, they have been playing since they, they had no business out there as true freshmen. Um, we're still trying to figure it out as true sophomores. Now Marks and Dylan Johnson are juniors with a ton of PT. And they're stronger and they're bigger and they're more mature and they've been around campus and blah, blah, blah. And they've been able to have more, you know, eat more cheeseburgers and steaks and pork chops and all that stuff that football players eat on SEC campuses. So what does that mean for Will Rogers as far as Marks and Dylan Johnson, who were not really breaking tackles, but now they're true juniors and they played a ton. Can you, can you get down there and compete against LSU? Got to find a swing game, don't you? A game that, you know, 50, 50, maybe, or 60, 40 LSU, feel like LSU will win, but 40% is a pretty damn good shot in the SEC on the road against an elite recruiter. Some people wouldn't give you that good a chance, but Luganville had, is somewhat confident that you can do that. Is your biggest hope that LSU, they'll start with Florida State in New Orleans. I don't know what that'll be. I mean, this is a huge year for Norvell, so I don't really know what to expect from Florida State, LSU. I think LSU should win, and then they play Southern, which is a you know non-conference joke game, and then they play Mississippi State. Your best hope, if you're a State fan, to win that game is that there is no true defined QB1 at LSU going into week three, right? That they're still trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess that would be like super best-case scenario. I think they'll have a QB1. The, the question is, is everybody operating and executing at a high level with the new offense, whether it's Brennan or Nussmeyer? Yeah, but if they're not executing, then our odds are you could see two quarterbacks in they that could. game, I guess is my thought. Yeah. And if you're facing a team that's having to play two quarterbacks, that's always typically in your favor. It is. Well, look at, you know, Ole Miss can do it because of who they play early. It won't be because one's struggling necessarily. It's because they're up 30. Right. Yeah. So they can rotate through. I don't know what Central Florida is going to do with John Rice Plumley, but he is obviously in the mix and they like him and that may just be Gus creating a package for him certain down distance red zone whatever it is that yeah. Gus wants to do uh but bottom line we know he can play at that level because he was handed the ball like Will Rogers at, you know freshman year and and had to try to figure it out even though they, they didn't win a bunch of games he played well at times and that's in the SEC yeah in fact he gave Alabama fits as a true freshman if you remember that game, uh, John Rice Plumley did. Well, and so, his specialty allows him to be a great weapon, a la the Tebow package from Florida before he became the starting quarterback. Yeah. He's just different enough and, and weaponized enough with his legs and his arm that for a guy like Gus Malzahn, he can, su he can sub him in for you know 15 plays in a game, and sure. that could be a massive swing for Central Florida. Absolutely. And play – I don't know if we're going to see this more the next 10 to 15 years in football – but because they're so athletic now, John Rice Plumley could be in the same backfield as Mikey Keene at Central Florida. Correct. And 
and who knows what Gus would want to do with yeah. that. So, um, same thing is going on at Auburn in an opposite kind of spectrum. They have two quarterbacks, both transfers. You don't really know TJ Finley from LSU, Zach Calzada from AM, both fighting for that starting job. This is TJ's second year in the program. Yes. Okay. It's not, it, it's a, Luganville was nice. It's a hot mess on the plains. Zach Calzada transferred from AM to Auburn. He's the Bama Slayer. I thought that was Bo Wallace. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, hey, he, he's he got a dub. Ole Miss, one of just like eight schools that have two wins over Saban at Alabama. Auburn, Ole Miss. LSU has multiple wins against Saban. That's right. Um, Auburn has the most. LSU's second. And then after that, it's it's like a few teams with two. And then, hey, Sacroom got Mississippi State on there. Yeah, that was year one. Hey, it doesn't matter. Win's okay. a win, baby. Okay. Okay. Your last win against Alabama, Sly Kroom over Nick Saban. I'm not saying that makes him a better coach. I'm just saying you you read the tea leaves. I mean, Kevin Sumlin got a W over Saban. Hello. Is no, he even coaching? Johnny Manziel got a W. That's a good point. That was on TV over the weekend. Was it? Yeah, they're doing the SEC storied, you know, kind of playing games that had big yeah. storylines behind them, things like that. And obviously, the Manziel-Heisman moment. And they didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. They literally went back to winning eight games a year. They went eleven and two that year. Remember, they raised like three hundred million dollars in five hundred. Oh, uh, was it five hundred and twenty-four hours? Yeah, yeah. five hundred million in twenty-four hours, and they still sit here paying, you know, over a million dollars a win to Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes! Yeah, A and M did not take advantage of that eleven and two. You know, season. that would be a- I, they did as far as upgrading their facilities. And that is important, but taking the step on the national right. level, it, you you know you could, is this is this year ten or eleven for them in the league? They haven't been to the twelve was year game. one. Okay, so this should, would be year eleven, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you you riding with a And M? You have you have to ask the question. You know where does that go in biggest letdowns following success? Right. So I look at what Mississippi State dealt with post Dan Mullen to to kind of lose everything you build over a decade instantaneously. I look at A&M. I mean, what Manziel did oh. and what they could have done and then to basically just throw that in the trash, you know, that's that's a huge waste. I'll add it. I'll add another. Ole Miss. With Hugh when Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Yeah. It could back argue to, even bigger. Back-to-back New Year's Six Bowls and then to, to go into the wasteland like you did. Yeah, it's a great one. I think that's a great one. South Carolina baseball is one that I look at. I know it's a different it sport, one. but yikes. Yeah. South Carolina Gamecock Baseball. Of course, it does look like they're trending the right way. I can't get into that. Live in the Bank Plus studio. Out of Bounds. Brought to you by Broad Street Bakery. I-55 North Frontage Road for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Fresh food, local, delicious, high quality. Broad Street. I-55 North Frontage Road. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, while I was gone, um, and I I took a trip to Lexington, Kentucky, to bourbon and horse country, uh, left Thursday, got back Saturday, and then moved my daughter into Mississippi State on Sunday, so I flew into GTR. Blake, have you ever flown in or out of Golden Triangle? Heck no. I, I So there was one other time, but I couldn't place it. When I had. So when Cohen was getting your advice on who to hire? He wouldn't put me on the plane for either the Moorhead or Leach hire. I wouldn't have put anyone on the plane if I was hiring Joe Moorhead either. <laughs> you know what's great is is how you're, I love your animosity <sighs> or kind of, you know, you won't, like, I love that you're owning it and you're not going to shake it. You know what? You're like, Joe Moorhead. You know, you're like, Joe, Joe Moorhead was not a good hire. Here's here's what I've come to the conclusion. And this takes, I'm not going to pretend like I saw this ahead of time. This takes clarity and retrospection at times. Sure. But it's something we should have known from the advance for one reason only. Joe Moorhead was a coach worth taking a flyer on. And he had a resume that told you there's an opportunity for him to be successful. I understand why John Cohen looked at Joe, Joe Moorhead and said, this guy could be a good head coach. The problem is the context in which you're making that decision. You're operating as an SEC athletic director with a program that has fought, scratched, clawed, tooth and nail to get out of the cellar for a 10-year decade of which your program has never seen the success that it saw over the 10-year window that Dan Mullen was there. No question. So to jeopardize that with an unproven head coach in that moment was a terrible decision. Joe Moorhead himself was not a bad candidate. The problem was you can't make that hire where you were standing as as AD at that moment. That's the problem. You can make that hire at Arkansas coming out of Chad Morris or at Mississippi State coming out of Slack Room or at Ole Miss coming out of whoever, you know, Billy Brew, whoever, some bad window. But you can't make that hire at the peak of your program's success. You just can't. That's what I've come to as a conclusion is it's not that Joe Moorhead was a bad Higher in and of himself, it's at that moment you can't make that higher. You had to go get someone with experience. That was the downfall. Well, they certainly did that on the next hire. Yeah, and look where you... Mike Leach had won... Uh, so he took over... I don't think people realize the rock bottom part of it. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the, the program was on, on fire. Uh, yes. It was like, you know, it was on fire. And he's been able to you know, right the ship to a certain extent, so to speak. Tell me one. All right. So Joe Moore had beat A&M and Auburn in like back-to-back weeks. 
outside of that window, was there any like I mean, there wasn't a high point of success for the Moorhead tenure, at least with Mississippi State and Mike Leach. Yes, you've lost some games you didn't want to, but look at the high points that he's brought you in in two seasons, right? He's at least pushing things back towards the idea of success as a possibility, not the exception. Yes, and he won. You, you, you talked about, I mean, he won at two remote places that haven't won without him. Correct. And I think that says a lot. Correct. When you go win somewhere and you leave and they can't get it back. Yeah. Texas Tech and Washington State, they haven't won without Mike Lee. Even remotely close. Yeah. No. And and he won seven games with what he had last year, which is blows me away. And and as it's easy to forget, we do this that with was other coaches. Not a talented football no. team. You're a couple, you know, if you if you have a couple kicks go your way, things could be a little different. And that's just part of the game. But well they went and got the Coastal Carolina Lou Groza finalist. Yeah, Massimino. Did I say that right? It's not like I keep up with Mo, I don't keep up with most of these awards anyway because I think it's a bunch of nonsense. But, but Lou Groza Award, um, he was a kicking finalist, and so there's a there's some excitement there, um, as far as as far as the kicking game because yeah that thing that thing went south, and they just they couldn't even get a band aid on it. They it just one thing after another yeah. happened, and I expect them to be much better. Kicking field goals. I think another question is Zach Arnett in the red zone. Oh. And what is he going to look like? Uh, I don't understand all the love for him. Uh, I I don't have anything against Zach Arnett. He seems like a nice, energetic, youthful young man who's learning his trade and and all that. And I think that's that's wonderful. Um, I, I, I've, I've had plenty of bumps in the road trying to figure out sports talk radio and sports marketing. Um, but I do not understand the... The the like I don't know it was like on two four seven sports it was an article about him being like part of the next group of coaches that could be a G five head coach. What in the hell has Zach Arnett done to make an AD go and hire Zach Arnett as a G five head coach? To be fair, what do other coaches do? In all honesty, guys get hired all the time. I feel like. I know. Well, let's talk about that. We had the biggest shakeup in the history of college football of Blue Bloods this past year. Southern Cal, LSU, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Miami, among others. So who made the best hire? Who's going to get back on track? Texas did it the year before with Sarkeesian. That's like a train wreck. But uh, Notre Dame has to get ready against who? Ohio State to open up the year? (laughs) Hey, welcome to coaching, Marcus Freeman. Here's yeah. here's the Ohio State Buckeyes who out recruit you at a pretty heavy level, and and they're expected. Most the overwhelming majority of people are picking Bama and Ohio State in the national championship game. They have the most established quarterbacks, which is another True. thing we've been talking about, kind of hinting at all offseason. Is look at the change at the QB position. So, blue bloods in Miami, Florida. LSU, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Southern Cal, among some others. That is an unbelievable group yeah. that switched coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that even hired throw, a new coach. Throw Oregon in there. I know that they're not to that level of blue bloodedness, but they are one of the premier programs on the West Coast and have been for the last two decades. They've got a new head coach there, and they're on the precipice of doing what Florida State has fallen into, which is irrelevance. 
despite who you think you are. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're done. Yeah. That, 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 you have that, to win at a high level. Yeah. I don't think Florida State is getting back there under Norvell. I mean, it you're talking about look at the ACC. They played a lot better those last few games of the season. Really showed some pop. I don't know if that was starting to be kind of the turning point in the program. You're right. We'll see. They play LSU first. That is a monster game, LSU and Florida State. Huge. It's huge. It'll be fun. Uh, Our listeners, the two of us, will get all wrapped up into that. I think Utah and Florida could be awesome first week. I think LSU and Florida State could be really Really good. Well, look at the look at. I the, hope Mississippi State Memphis is not that awesome of a game, but it could be. Um, for whatever reason, the air raid takes a minute to get up and going. But you do have kind of a second, third year starter at QB, so maybe you don't go through that. You know, you were down thirty four to fourteen, thirty something to fourteen, and against La Tech to start the year. Um, last year, but back to the blue bloods, that's Miami and Florida, LSU, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Southern Cal. That's a heck of a group right there. hundred percent. And you have, you have a lot of confidence in some Oklahoma. I think their days are over. Um, what they have been the last 23 years with Bob Stoops and, and Lincoln, I think that's that ship is, has sailed, and uh, I think the one that's going to come back and fast is Southern Cal. Oh, I do, I do. I think Lincoln Riley is going to start rolling out there and winning big and having fun and bringing some West Coast uh, vibes and West Coast football back to your TV. And you'll actually be interested when Southern Cal's on the some of you on the television. You go from Clay Helton to Lincoln Riley. Unbelievable. Not quite as big a jump as Mike Shula to Nick Saban, but it's still a pretty big jump. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, presented by DancingRabbitGolf.com. Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook this fall. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mississippi State bandwagon a little bit. Um, There was a debate and a discussion during the break. And I hate to do this, but I've kind of taken two games off. I mean, this is not Mike Leach's fault, but they're kind of playing with 10 10 games. Um, How many games can you win uh, with 10 games? Because two of their 12 are Bama and Georgia. Maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama I, I still I, I I love that. Yeah. Just how dry and um that thing had so much blank you in it in it. Um for our listeners, that was a Texas legislator um hammering the chancellor of the University of Texas when they found out that Texas was leaving the SEC. She was a TCU alum and basically just Made fun of him because yeah. TCU had won like I don't remember. I think they're three of four, three of five, or four of five. Well, or... like six and two over the last. Eight. Okay, yeah, no, it's been like a crazy thing. Um, I think it's crazy to think about this. That was a year ago, Bo. Remember that was SEC media days a year ago that the Texas and Oklahoma stuff broke when Ross Bjork ran his mouth. It's already been that long. And it's crazy to think that that's not in play yet. Southern Cal and UCLA still might join the Big Ten sooner than Texas and Oklahoma join the <laughs> SEC. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So the Big 12 can go and poach a bunch of teams, but they're not going to let Texas or Oklahoma leave. Yeah, I'd just pay the fee. I'd say, look, take me to court, and we'll figure out how much we actually have to pay you. Can I point something out? We talked about Texas maybe coming back. We've, we've always wondered if A&M will ever arrive. They've got so much money and resources. One is in the SEC. The other one's coming, I guess, technically in, but not playing yet. And we all look at A&M, and they're no better than Mississippi State or Ole Miss the last 10 years, all right? And we're in a small state. Um, we do have good players. We do have good athletes, but, uh, you know, don't have close to the money or resources as A&M and they can't win a national championship in other sports like Mississippi state and Ole Miss just did back to back in baseball. And Texas is going through all this, you know, hiring coaches and so on. And Steve Sarkeesian gets hired, who is a really good offensive play caller, but never proven that he can win as a head coach. Mm. And they were awful last year. Um, and it's hard to be that bad in, in in a really, really watered down, weak Big 12. Guess what? Texas still sucks. They only played one recruiter that is in top 25 and they out recruit that recruiter and they lost 
they lost seven games. They they put up a record that hadn't they have not been that poor as a football team since the fifties. That's hard to do. They lost to Kansas at home. That's hard to do. I'm the pretty two sure of us could go out there and beat Kansas. Sly Croom and Wes Carroll would beat Kansas. Ed Ogeron and Ethan Flat. Ah, yikes. Michael Spurlock. Uh, Let's just name anybody who well, he was... actually played the NFL at <laughs> receiver. And and hey, kick return. He has the he has the first ever kick return for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a touchdown. That's a Michael Spurlock fun fact you can take to the bar. And they had been around like forty years. Yeah, yeah. First or thirty. First kickoff return for a touchdown. Michael Spurlock, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yes, Kansas football is that bad, and Texas and Steve Sarkeesian found a way to lose to them, and yet somehow landed Arch Manning. So do with that information what you will. Isn't that amazing? It just goes to show he, that he's a phenomenal recruiter, and the brand we we you don't lose brand equity at certain places, <laughs> even when you should. <laughs> Texas being one of them. Yes, LSU in baseball this year murdered the transfer portal. One because their boosters got it up and running and raised a bunch of money. And they were like, we're we're not we're not losing any brand equity. We'll go pay players a hundred hundred starting pitchers, a hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I do feel like Texas has lost some of the shine. Like we're not talking about Notre Dame shine, the way Notre Dame has lost their shine, but Texas has is not. I don't feel like it's talked about the way it was talked about when I was growing up, where it was a true power. I feel like t- people talk about Texas in the past tense because the, the brand still exists. But the notoriety is now that they lose, not that they win. It's the same thing with Michigan, but I get where you're going. Yeah. Whereas now it's like the shine of Alabama, Ohio State, even Clemson, although that is on the precipice, that shine feels different than what Texas and Southern Cal have felt like over the last decade. All right. It's almost a notoriety shine. Like, look what they aren't. And yet they're... Players still flock to their program. Yeah. I think it's a lot like the Cowboys in the NFL. They'll, they are going to command the headlines, win or lose. True. That's the brand power. True. But the discussion Texas is... Texas is going to be a part of game day. It's just, are they losing or Even winning? Even if they're on their fourth straight losing season, when the Texas-Iowa State game pops up on the screen and Herb Street and Desmond and Reese Davis are debating it, it's still carries weight even though you get frustrated with it because you can you know hammer what they haven't been able to accomplish and say hey they're not run well and they don't have the culture and they don't have the toughness component yet when you're featuring their game yeah eyeballs it's still it holds people when they're making their rotel a, a tito's vodka bloody mary when they're getting ready yeah it holds people. It's why Notre Dame and NBC are in such that unique position of being able to kind of control their own narrative. Because despite Notre Dame not being a national power of any reputable level, and despite them being one of the most boring teams to watch week in and week out over the last 20 years, the eyeballs are there to dictate what they want to do in terms of conference alignment and TV deals. That's true. Even though at Michigan, even though they're it not like good. It was like 66 of 67 games got over a million viewers and 15 got over 5 million viewers. Yeah. Over a whatever, five, six-year stretch for yeah. Notre Dame football. Yeah. They still bring it. They bring the eyeballs. 
if Sark doesn't win this year at Texas and Arch Manning's going to sign in December and he gets on campus. They can't move off him, right? I don't think they can't. I think they've got to give him one more year. The deal, Arch is signing with Steve Sarkeesian, he isn't is. he? Hey, well, what we just said, there's a little bit of Texas and Austin and, and stuff there. Because it still wasn't 30 years ago that Correct. Mac Brown and, you know, bit, well, even after Vince Young, they went to the national well, title yeah, game. Well, their, you know, uh, McCoy, Colt McCoy. McCoy got, you know, blasted out he of the tried, game. They tried to run him on a fourth and one sneak and he like lost his elbow or well, his it shoulder. It was 5'9", yeah. and I don't yeah. know why they were running him against. Garrett Gilbert. Is who they put in, and yeah, he was supposed he was to be a star. Yes, that was like his moment because he actually made a couple of plays to yes. make it interesting, and then and never did anything else after that. Yep. Anyway, who who are you putting your money on, blue blood wise? The Ag Up Equipment Tax Line is 601-885-3776. Who are you putting your money on to bounce back? Mm. Miami. Florida, LSU, Southern Cal. I guess I got to put Notre Dame and Oklahoma in there. But Notre Dame, see, that's the problem for Notre Dame. They didn't. They've been winning, but they just aren't winning at the level that you consider. They're not a championship blue blood right. because of some of the restrictions that they face, geography, and they'll never and, be able to get on that over that. Well, I would argue too. I don't think you can put Oklahoma in there because I don't think Oklahoma fits in the blue blood category and they've also been winning at a level that even surpasses who their pedigree is haven't they i mean given what they've had in the big 12 wouldn't you say oklahoma's success over the last 20 years is not replicable moving forward yeah I, well i said that earlier well yeah but i don't think they fit in the blue blood category of like what miami florida could be even a&m could be yeah. well they do right now but they may not in a few years um, Lance is on the Ag Up Equipment text line. A&M and Texas are like the Cowboys. Loaded with money and no leadership. Yikes. Shots fired at your team. <laughs> hey, Dak Prescott's a heck of a leader. No, he he's... <laughs> I, know, I know. Talking about Jerry and I'm Stephen teasing. Jones. Um, you are correct. Dak is a hell of a leader. Somebody asked about Dan Mullen and where you could see him. You know, I see Dan Mullen after doing TV for a year or two, if he wants to coach again, I see Dan Mullen at like North Carolina, Ooh. Virginia, Boston College, UCLA, Arizona State type program. Um, these are programs that have resources, some more than others, resources, Several of those haven't won like they should win. And uh, and most of those that I just referenced are in really cool areas, which would be fun and have a little major metropolitan flavor. That's where I see Dan. Mac Brown's not going to coach forever at North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Boston College could be a tie. Dan's from up that way. High-end, prestigious academically. Um, Virginia, but Tony Elliott just got hired. But, but if, yeah. they, if, they, if it doesn't work out, uh, which the odds are it won't, um, 
Dan at Virginia Goldmine. Uh, Maryland, you know, Mike Loxley's not going to work at Maryland. Really good academically. They have money. They're not going to ask you to cheat. You know, UCLA, if Chip Kelly doesn't get this thing going, going, Dan at UCLA, and then Arizona State sure looks like Herm Edwards is going to get fired in November, maybe December. He's had to break like every recruiting 94 rule rules that there is. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Maryland is up there with Indiana with top transfers lost this year. They had over 25 players leave the program. Uh, they had over 25 players leave their yeah. program? Maryland and uh, Indiana both both were in the top 1% of transfers leaving. Okay, well, this will be it for Mike Loxley. So maybe Dan Mullen could could resurface there. If you're Dan, do you want to do that? Could Could this be a Jimmy Johnson move where Dan decides, hey... It's too easy doing TV. I get paid. I've already made. He's probably what made fifty million dollars in his in his life. I know he doesn't. You don't get all that, but I mean, Dan's probably got five, ten million in the bank without doing a thing for the rest of his life. Then he's going to get an ESPN check to talk football. I don't. I kind of go with the Andrew Luck, Jimmy Johnson approach. More and more guys are going to check out early because it's like, why do I need to keep doing this? Dan doesn't burn like Kirby. Or like Urban, or yeah. like Nick Saban. Like Nick Saban and Kirby are going to do this until they die because they don't do anything else. <laughs> it will be. It'll be very Joe Pa esque. It'll be very. I do this until I'm done, and when I'm done, I'm done with everything. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason Saban is coaching to 75 now. It looks like. I mean, the guy is just a. He doesn't know how to live to do anything else. Oh, he's loving what he's doing this morning. Dan's not that way. No. And so that to me, it's like. Dan likes travel. Why go and back wine to why go to Virginia? Why golf. go to Maryland? Why go to Arizona State? Like either hold I, out for what you really, really want, or but he already got that. Fair enough. Maybe that, the that, NFL, that won't that won't. It, it, he won't get another. He won't. Florida's a blue blood. Correct. Or I, I think I don't know, man. There has been this shift in college football the last six to seven years, and if you don't pay and pay at a level that is insane and go big game hunting all the time with four and five stars. See, you used to could win 20 and 30 years ago without being a an Uber recruiter. Um, but isn't Napier going to push them? The the deal with Saban, what, what Saban did, and then it had a, oh gosh, I hate that, trickle-down effect you know, kind of with with now Kirby and Jimbo and, and several others, you just can't win it, I don't think. Now, Florida can get in that probably seven to eight space composite recruiting. And if you, let's just say, I'm, I'm just making this up. Let's say Anthony Richardson is all world, a combination of whoever you want to talk about as far as just excellent quarterback. You know, maybe you can do it, but we're talking about how Notre Dame will never win one again. Oklahoma will never win one again. And I'm not sure some of the other schools, uh, Penn State's never going to win one again. Michigan's never going to win one again. I mean, you know, these are schools that when I grew up in the 80s, 
were revered. They still hold you on game day, like we were talking about earlier, just because of brand presence. Mm-hmm. But I wonder with as many, like last year we looked at the recruiting, the top three schools, it was a massive drop-off after those three in four and five signed. I don't know if you can ever do it again at some of these other programs. It's a because great question. Because if you're not going to go big game hunting, get the edge rushers, the defensive tackles, the left tackles, and the wide receivers, and so on, plus have a massive NIL. So you got to do it the old-fashioned way, pay under the table, pay the handlers, all that. And then you got to do the new way of NIL where you've got to have a slush fund of millions. Now, Ryan Day may have gone overboard because coaches like to do this. Saban's done it during the offseason, Jimbo. Lane's been complaining about it because he knows he'll never have a $13 million slush fund. Um, But Ryan Day dropped a few weeks ago that, hey, you know, I need $13 million a year to keep my roster intact. Now, I think that was more to motivate Buckeye Nation, whether that's three to 4,000 people giving 100 bucks a month, plus he's going after his top 5% wealth earners within the uh, Ohio State, uh, Buckeye alumni base mm-hmm. that, that are actually want to win. Uh, so I know there's been a lot of call to action. Lane's done at different level. They won't do that much, but Lane started his call to action nonstop last December to motivate his alums to get the collective initiative going and or do a th- combination of the old, whatever. Um, so there's been a lot of call to action from coaches in the offseason. Saban, Ryan Day, Lane Train, Jimbo. Um, Kirby hasn't, and, and I guess they've got so much money flowing through Athens. Of course, when I heard that they had 91,000 donors to their collective, yeah. even if it's at, let's go look, even if it's at 100 bucks a month, you know, because a lot of these 28, 30, and 32-year-olds want to get involved, and they're like, hey, I'll do, I'll do 100 bucks a month out of my account because I want to be a part of it, and that's great. But if you've got 91,000 donors to your NIL fund. <laughs> even $10 a month. <laughs> I mean, even let it's it just insane. go go super conservative and say, even if it's $10 a month, which is not the average, that you're talking about program. And that's why Kirby's smart, pun intended. You can work in the shadows. Look around you and look at who's having to talk out in the public. I don't think Kirby has to do that. Because it's the one machine, even outside of what Saban is doing. No, that machine is even bigger and better. It's, Correct. It's, again, let me say this out loud. It's easier to recruit to Georgia than it is to Correct. Bama. It's easier to recruit to Texas as it is to Bama. It's easier to recruit to Southern Cal as it is to Bama. And I know they are the best of all time. But, but it's Tuscaloosa ain't Miami. It's not Athens and you have the whole state to yourself. It's not Southern Cal in L.A. It's not Ohio State in Columbus, Ohio. That's 1.3 million people. And it and you're the only game in town in that state. And we all know about the Texas resources. So, And it's not LSU where they have, and I know Saban's gone in there every now and then, but for the most part, they take 99% of what they want. And so Kirby is one of the ones that's really been, he seems to be just happy as, I think he's got all the slush fund money that he needs. Yep. They're going to retain all their players on they, their roster. They got the, the black cloud of the title off the back. Yeah, and the one thing about Bama and Georgia, 
and LSU and uh, Ohio State and um, Bama, Georgia, Southern Cal. I I think I think so there, but but Bama, Bama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, and now I think Florida, Miami is they aren't going to lose any of their players. It's like when you're great at Bama, you're not leaving. Correct. What, what's what's going to happen in the next three years is Mississippi State and Ole Miss and or could lose a really, really, really good edge rusher Correct. after his junior year. Or No, no, no. He would go if he was that good. After his sophomore year and go to Bama or Georgia or LSU or mm-hmm. A&M for, mm-hmm. you know, 250 grand. Um, and then that's when we'll all be like Jeffrey Simmons. If Jeffrey was playing today with NIL, he was unbelievable from day one. Yeah. By the end of his sophomore year where he's not draft eligible, but he has one more year. Now he fell in love with Mississippi state. I know that, but would a Jeffrey Simmons or an AJ Brown after their sophomore year Mm -hmm. strongly consider making a move and chasing a ring. And what I mean by that is we see that now in pro sports where LeBron or Kevin Durant or Matthew Stafford, after a certain amount of years of banging their head up against the wall because they're not in the right franchise with the right GM and coach, they go and and make a move to get a ring. Will you start to see that with sophomores who are phenomenal and then they make the exit, and then they decide to make the jump from a good program, Yeah, sometimes top 15, top 20, top 25, to a Alabama, Georgia, LSU. See, we've already seen that with Georgia Tech, but that doesn't move the needle for anybody. Georgia Tech losing their three best players in the transfer portal, people just go ho-hum. Yeah. But Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, South Carolina, Michigan State, Oklahoma State-type programs – who have proven they can win, if you get a star at quarterback or edge rusher or left tackle in this new NIL, new mm-hmm. slush fund mm-hmm. booster money of $8 million, $12 million, whatever these people are raising. And, and it's probably half of that, but that's still a lot. I mean, if you've got, think about it. If you've got $3.5 million in your slush fund right now, you can do some damage. If that happened, if and when that happens, then what does it look like for kind of college, an unbelievable player at Michigan State, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, says, you know what? I want to go chase a ring. I want to go sign with Georgia. Yeah. That's a realistic, because State and Ole Miss and them will pay money, but the what you just talked about, the allure of a playoff berth is a whole different thing. Yeah. A whole different thing. We yeah. haven't seen that in college sports before. And then that could be kind of the Holy Mary Olzab type deal of what's going on. I hope it doesn't happen. I'm not wishing that. I'm not wishing you lose a Jeffrey Simmons, A.J. Brown type talent after their sophomore year. I just wonder what that looks like in, in a couple of years if you don't have your slush fund up and running. I mean, to that, to a pretty good level. State and Ole Miss can still raise a ton of money in their NIL. Uh, the show was brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, an award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com, and Championship Mondays are always powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. 
Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.